Hello and welcome to another edition of Caroline's Marketing Podcast. My name is Caroline Dunn. Thank you so much for joining me today. In this episode, I'd like to talk about some stats that I looked up around B2B marketing and offer up my insights and opinions about those stats. Now, truth be told, this episode really started out as how effective is spam? And it wasn't surprising to find out that spam is not very effective. You're looking at a best case scenario, if you have the right audience, a 1.7% response rate. And that's a response rate, not a conversion rate. Let's think about yourself as a consumer, first of all, because as B2B buyers, we are first and foremost humans, and we are first and foremost consumers. So in your own personal experiences, think about your buying decision, even over a small item. Let's say um, you received an email from somebody you never heard of, from a company you never heard of, telling you that their product X is the best product ever on the market and you should buy their product immediately. And there's no context, There's there. you've never done business with this company, you've never heard of them, and they're making these amazing claims that this product X is going to solve all of your problems. Now, wouldn't you be a little skeptical? Let's say the product was only $50. You would still be skeptical. Let's say the product was $25. You'd still be skeptical. Let's say the product was $10. You'd be really skeptical at that point, right? And I would say the same goes because we're all humans for B2B as well. And when we're tempted, sometimes we're tempted to say, you know, hey, I want to just put out an ad out there. I just want to blast out an email talking about how awesome my product is. And you know what? Your product is awesome. That's why you're selling it. That's why you're marketing it. But Everybody else, there are a lot of other competitors out there that also have great products too, and they are trying to, you know, sound out their bell, toot their horn about how awesome their product is as well. How do you compete in all of this? How do you differentiate yourself? Um, So I'm not there. Unfortunately, I'm not here to answer that question today. As I promised at the beginning, I'm here to talk about some stats that I saw around B2B marketing that may surprise you or may not surprise you. Let's see. First of all, there was a study done and it says that B2B buyers are typically 57% of the way to a buying decision before actively engaging with sales. Wow. That means that your cold calls, no matter how many you've made, they are already down the path with someone else before you ever talk to them and you may never talk to them because they've already researched online. So once again, let's think back to ourselves as consumers and how we make consumer buying decisions for our families or for ourselves. Thanks to the Amazon effect, we now research a lot of our purchases before we make them. We're making less impulse purchases and more researched, thought through purchases. For example, you wanna buy a new camera You want to research that camera. You want to read the reviews about that camera. You want to research on social media. Ask your friends for recommendations on social media before buying that new camera. Multiply that by about 500 for a new car. You're interested in buying a new car. On average, consumers, before they buy a new car, do about 500 hours of research. 
And yeah, a car is a really big decision in your personal life. But think about if you are signing into a million dollar, $10 million, $100 million contract for your company. You want to work with a vendor that you can trust that's going to get the job done and also knows what they're doing, right? I don't think that's unreasonable. When they say that they are 57% of the way into a buying decision before engaging with sales, what are what are they doing? They're researching. They're looking at your website, looking at your thought leadership, um, looking to where your authority comes from. So you are an expert in data analytics. You are the major data analytics firms. Well, who else has used your product and where have you been featured in independent data analytics studies? They are looking at that before you actually have a shot. The next stat I'd like to talk about is 84%, and this is an IDC study, by the way, 84% of CEOs and VPs use social media to make purchasing decisions. Every time I've brought this stat up, people ask me, they think, you know, somebody in their closet made this statement or did this study of, of CEOs. This is an IDC study, and they're well recognized for their research studies. It's true. Yes, uh, CEOs and VPs are on Facebook, believe it or not. And they are actually looking at what you're doing on social media as a company or what your people are advertising on social media as a company. So a little side note here um, on LinkedIn, we have a company LinkedIn page and you can like our company LinkedIn page and we put out really cool official stuff that's really interesting and awesome on LinkedIn advertising our services or talking about what we've done. But in terms of views and reach, the views and reach are when we have the exact same articles, the exact same posts on our VP's LinkedIn, personal LinkedIn posts, you know, C-suite officer. When they put out the exact same post, they get a lot more engagement. It all comes back to human to human interactions. The next stat I want to highlight is that 82% of B2B buyers rely heavily on white papers, 78% rely on webinars, and 73% on case studies to make purchasing decisions. They also rely on ebooks, infographics, and blog posts. This tells me that your buyers are looking for information first and foremost, and by providing that information, you're building trust in your brand in what you're selling. But don't think it's just one person that you need to reach. In a typical firm with 100 to 500 employees, an average of seven people are involved in most buying decisions. To me, that means you need to be out there. You need to be out there on every platform, in every capacity, putting out your information, seeking to educate and inform first, and secondly, to sell. In summary, I would say that social media isn't just out there for B2C marketing. It's also out there for B2B marketing. We need to be sharing our information, seeking to educate and inform our potential buyers, building that authority, building that trust with them before the sale even begins. Thanks for joining me for my podcast today, Caroline's Marketing Podcast, and please tune in next time.